0: You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. My friends, it's that time of week, another episode of the Torah Sparks Podcast. I have... A fascinating uh, topic to discuss today, and it's a topic maybe not often discussed. We're going to go into the kishkas, into the depths and the nooks and the crannies of a simple rashi, a rashi that we might all know, that we might have heard Many, many times. The Torah tells us in 2522, Vaisrotsu Habanim the children struggled, right? They were struggling inside of her womb, talking about Rivka. And Rivka said, If so, why do I exist? So she went to inquire of God. Now, what, what happened? We all know. Ask a first grader. Ask a third grader. Why he skipped second grade? I'm not sure. Go back to the second grader. Ask him too. They will all tell you. Well, what do you mean? Vaisur Rashi brings a madrash that says that Rivka, when she passed by the house of study, when she passed by the schools. Then there was some pull. The Yaakov was trying to get out. And when she passed by the Avodah by the church, by, I don't know if they had a church back then, but you get the point. Then the Esav inside of her was trying to run out. We've heard this a million and a half times, but I wanted to go a little bit more in depth. Very nice. We know the story. Children inside of Rivka's womb struggling. Rashi understands. Based on the Medrash Rabbah, 63, when Rivka passed by the house, Right. If you notice, if you look closely at the Rashi and read it with a keen eye, we'll begin to notice some interesting things. You know, the whole storyline Rashi's getting from the Medrash Rabba 63, the problem is Rashi misquotes the Medrash. Wait, what? Is, are we in the same religion? Yeah, just look at the Rashi. Don't, don't take my word for it. Go look at it inside. This is what the Medrash act, actually says. And I quote The children struggled inside of her. Bish'a kinesios vate at the time that she withstood, that she stood by the house of the prayer and the house. Of uh, study, in, in other words, Shules and Batimidrashim, then Yaakov would attempt to leave. And then it says of and at the time that she would pass by the Avodes Khavim, the house of idolatry, Ace of Rats, latzeis. Now, first of all, when Rashi brings the story, when he's referencing Yaakov and when he's referencing Esav, when he's referencing Rivka passing by the house of study and passing by the church, he uses a lashon of Oiveres that she passed by by both of these places. But if you look in the Medrash, again, the first time it says aymedes that she stood by the shol. So it doesn't say Oiveres that she passed by. That's one interesting thing. Another interesting thing, if you look in Rashi, Rab, Rashi says the rabbis expound the what, what this word Ritsa is loshan of Yisroel. It it's a loshan reitsa, some type of running. And Rashi says kishayisa oiveres al pischetara al shoshem veiver. Yaakov rots It says Yaakov ran umefarkes um, lates, and and he, he tried to uh, you know have effort to leave. And then when it says by he just says Esav Mefarkes lates. It Rashi Rashi does not put the word ruts in reference to Esav yet if you look or if you remember what the Medrash said it was the exact opposite the Medrish used the word ruts only by Yaakov only oh, sorry only by Esav and it left the word ruts out when it was talking about Yaakov what is going on here what's the change why does Rashi switch it Rashi's quoting the Medrash yet he misquotes it. He, the Medrash says, a Lushan of ruts by Esav, yet Rashi uses the Lushan of ruts by ya- ya- Yaakov, and he leaves it out by Esav. What's going on? And not only that, but the Lushan of the Medrash, like we said, says a Lushan of Oimedes, that she stood by the the Kinesis, but the Yet Rashi says a Lushan of Oiveres, that she passed by both of these. So, um, just first of all, wh- what's the difference between Aymedes and Ovaris? Imedes means Omed, to stand. Ovaris means over to pass. The perish Marzur of Zev Wolf Einhorn, a 19th century commentator on the Medrash, he explains the difference between these two things. When, Ra- when, when, when Rivka was, was walking by, the house of study, the house of prayer, it uses a and the Medrash that is, uses a Lushan of Aymedes. It's mash mash asa This is what she did constantly. This was her, I mean, this was her stance. This was her ikar This was her very sense of being. She was firm. She she had this commitment, this devotion, this complete dedication, this love for Hashem. So he, he uses, the Medrash uses a Lushan of Aymedes, where she stood, um, because that was a permanent a, a fixture in her life, her Avot is Hashem. And when it says that she passed by the churches, it says of Veras, she passed by. Sheavra Derachilucha It means that on her way she happened to be walking and she happened to come across this structure, this church or whatever it was, the house of idolatry. Therefore she would go by it bimarutsa, she would run, she would run by it. That's Ivarus to go by something quickly. Because that had it was filled with Tumma, so in order to bypass it she would go by it rather quickly. So, is Rashi and the Medrash arguing? Perhaps, uh, again, this is a complete chiddish, and I'm just putting it out there. I would love to hear if you have any insights, suggestions on this, or I'd also like to hear what you think about the following idea. I wanted to suggest a possible way of intertwining Rashi and the Medrash, and perhaps they are not arguing, rather they are discussing two perspectives, both Completely true. You know, it's known that what a woman eats, thinks about, looks at, and does has some type of impact on the fetus in her womb. So she has to be careful with everything she does. A lot of rabbinam will say to a pregnant woman, don't go to a zoo because it can have some type of influence by looking at these animals. And the Medrash tells us that Rivka passed by, and like we've explained, Bimarutza, she ran by the house of idolatry. That was a physical type of running. She physically ran. And isn't it interesting? It's the medrash that uses the word ruts, specifically by Esau. So the mother is physically running, and perhaps it has some type of influence on the child. The child physically, is running. Um, And obviously, Rivka was running away from the Tumor, whereas Esau spent his life running towards it. But both were physical running, and perhaps Esau was not mature to understand and differentiate between the two. At the end of the day, there was an influence of a physical rut, a physical type of running, and Esau spent the rest of his life doing that, running from this sin to that sin, from this desire to that desire. And perhaps Rashi agrees with this. But Rashi, again, the Medrash is telling us the storyline. Rashi's quoting this Medrash. But Rashi's job, besides for telling us Peshat, Rashi's like a Musar safer on the, on the Torah. He's trying to teach us insights, lessons that we can glean from the Torah. So, Rashi is meant to serve as a musur safer for us, the readers of the text, and perhaps he deliberately changed the wording in his parish from how the medrash wrote it to teach us a lesson. In Rashi's text, he uses the word ruts by Yaakov. Why? You know, naturally, when we talk about running, we think there's only one type of running, that is physically run, to physically run, a physical type of running from A to B, from C to D. But that's not true. We know there is something more. We know there is another type of running. There is another type of reach, So that is a spiritual running. In fact, the word rutzon, the wi- a will, <inaudible> The word rutzon, the shorish is rutz to run. It, it, it the, the the idea of spiritual running is a strong will of commitment in one's divine service. This was the lifestyle in which Yaakov tapped into. So he was also a runner. Just a far different type than his evil brother. So the Medrash is correct. Esav was ruts, but it was a physical running. It was running after Taivas and running after the, the idolatry and running after murder and running after this and that. It was running in the physical realm. And lest you think that only Esav was a runner, Rashi comes along and tells us, wait, wait, wait don't forget that Yaakov was also a runner, but he was a spiritual runner running to do the will of His Creator. And perhaps this is why Rashi says ratz by Yaakov Avinu to teach us that His way of living, being connected to spirituality and sitting in the yeshiva is the ultimate type of ruts is the ultimate type of running, a spiritual run. And when the Medrash says that Rivka was a medes by the house of study and the house of prayer, it was a spiritual standing. Her stance on life was one of commitment and close connection with Hashem. This type of standing is called running. So why does Rashi change it to Oivaras and use that language by both Yaakov and Esav? Again, the Medrash telling us the story. What happened? But perhaps Rashi is adding a level of meaning and understanding that makes it practical for us, the readers. The word oiveres is explained as a meaning of passing quickly. Yaakov understood that there's a type of oiveres that exists in the me'odes. You see, both Yaakov and again this is this is a chiddush. There, there's two types of oiveres, and and it was viewed by differently by Yaakov and Esav. And perhaps Rashi's alluding to this fact that both Yaakov and Esav saw the world as oiveres, transitory, just temporary. They argue, though, what the, transi- what the transition was too. You see, Esau, as evident of selling the birthright, he thought that once he dies, that's it. It just ends. And that's why he lived his life physically running to fulfill all of his desires. He had no control. But Yankov, who lived his life focused on good things, understood that this world is, such a, is, is, is a stepping stone, a temporary stage before the next world. It's a prusdor. As such, he lived his life spiritually, running, doing the will of his creator, realizing that what he does on this world actually is calculated and makes and 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 matters very much so, and and. I think again. I know this whole idea might sound interesting. Is this true? Is this right? Either way, we can come out with the following idea. You know, Vayesrotazu te- teaches us this idea that there p- there was two figures inside that were running in two opposite ways. The Medrash is the one that says Esau was running, and Rashi is the one that says Yaakov was running. In truth, they were both running, as we've explained. Asa was running, physically speaking. Yaakov was running, spiritually speaking. And does this not ring true of the words of the Hadron? Is this not what the words of the Hadran that we say, is this not what they mean? Anu the v'heim There's two categories of Ritzah. There's two types of running. Anu we run. L'cha'i ha'ilam haba, v'heim But they run Lever Shachas. It, we see there's two types of running. There's a physical running, the running of Asa, chasing pursuits of physical pleasures and desires. But there's another type of running, a spiritual running, a running exemplified by Yaakov Avinu, running while standing, running while being aimedes, because even in the stage of being aimedes, that firm, that firmness, that represents that inner zone. that represents that drive, that connection, that run, that spiritual run. Being firmly committed and devoted to a deep connection with Hashem, and I'm just going to end off with the gematria, the gematria, and, and this is, might sound this this you can't make this stuff up. The gematria of anuratsim the himratzim, with the letters is eight o two. You know what word in the Torah has that exact gematria eight o two? anuratsim the is eight o two. You know what has that word that same gematria? Vayisrotsatu. That word, Vais, Vais wrote, where they both were running, that is the word in the Torah that symbolizes this idea that there was Esav running in one direction, physically running, and Yaakov running in another direction, a spiritual type of running. It's the gematria of Anu Ratzim I think we can come out with this idea that we have to be, from the Yaakov Avinu, Aspect. We have to be anuratsim. We have to be running lechayil haba to do good things, to do appropriate things. Not to be running physically, horizontally from this direction to that direction, but we're running vertically up to Shemayim and and having that a directive and that mindset that I'm here. Um, this is a temporary place, but it's a stage. It's a stepping stone. Let me jump as high as I can. It's a big trampoline and the higher I jump and the, the harder I jump, the higher I'm going to go. So let us do that and be inspired by Yaakov Avinu. Under Ratsim let us be the type that always pursues the spiritual type of run. Happy running and have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Torah Sparks Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Please rate, please leave a review. Feel free to leave me a comment and to we'll see you next time